Sometimes no. You can't lose the feed like that. See, the thing is, like, you can get so far in, and you'll be like, I'll just edit that out later, but, like, it was in the first five seconds, like, fucking idiot. Like, get, get rid of that. Uh, welcome back, listeners. Thank you for joining us again on uh, whatever um, platform that you found us on, uh, whether it's the new one in Stitcher, the iTunes, the uh, Google Play, blah, blah, blah. If you're listening to us, you found us somewhere. We appreciate it. Thank you very much. Uh, just quick uh, show reminder, go ahead and check us out on the uh, the website, hmoa6pack.podomatic.net. If you go to .com, that'll get you to us also, but .net is the actual cool website with all the uh, cool pictures and, and fun content. Today we have a featured artist, Spidergate. Let's start with some music. This track is Imminent Annihilation.
Uh, we brought back some old friends today, uh, Joe and uh, Peter, from uh, originally from Plea of Insanity, but we are going to talk about their new... It's uh, a good word for it. You could call it, uh, technically for now, you could call it a collaboration, maybe, or a project. New collaboration or project. That's a very easy and uh, easy to understand <laughs> word. Um, their, their new project, it's uh, Spider Gates, we're going to talk about today. You guys are going to actually get to listen to uh, the music and our, our favorite part. We get to like talk to the source. And we also drag, dragged out one of our uh, better listeners, a uh, good friend of ours. Uh, we know him as the other Mark because my name is Mark and his name is Mark. So we're, like, we're, we're, the, we're the other Mark when we're in the same room together. But uh, Mark, he's also our guitar player and our, our cover band, Marked. What's going on, guys? Shit ton of Marks. <laughs> <laughs> so, and Anthony, of course. Hey. Jay's not with us. He'll be back soon, uh, shortly. At one point. Maybe. Someday. Who knows? We are discussing. Maybe you quit. Maybe you didn't. Who knows? Uh, Jay does what he wants. Mm-hmm. They're the same guy who wasn't present for the first time we were here? Correct. Yeah, it must be something about you. <laughs> I guess you Maybe. Very, he has a very strong opinion on you, you, you gentlemen. Mm-hmm. But enough about us. Let's talk about you, Spider Gates. Very exciting. Okay, so um, the, qui- the, the quick... I would rather let, let you talk a, a lot about the history. This is something that I believe, if I remember right, you told me this started about 04. Um, the the start of this album itself started in 04. Spider Gates has actually been around since it was the. It's, we're going way back, so I'm a little hazy. It's either like the winter, of, it's like the winter of 2000, 2001. So like, so it's around like December, or January. So we're going going back. Sp- Spider Gates. It was under a different name at the time, but it was started by my brother and I, my brother John, who in the in the notes he appears as Sardon Skullgrave. Um, we started it together, writing a bunch of songs together. We put together a demo, and then eventually had other people start to play for us. And our sound back then was very different. Like we had keyboards, it was more. It had more of like an Arcturus, like early Dimmu Borger type of sound, which is very different from what it sounds like now. And we that band and those songs play, playing live that existed. We we did that until 2004, and then a lot of members quit slash we're fired depending on who you talk to could be both or or whatnot but that around that time playing live the song silencing the tower of babel did exist so did with hooves we we never played with hooves live though and it was at that point since it's like all right it was just him and i again it's like let's have a fresh start let's try something a little louder a little faster and we wrote those songs that that summer the, the summer of 04 and then we we practiced those songs for about a few months. Tried to record them at Joe Moody's studio in Providence. Joe Moody actually passed away uh, recently, I think, with, within this last year. Oh, that's too bad. Mm. Yeah. That's a piece, Joe. Yeah, but we, J- John and I were actually in another band at the time, too, Baby Stab Horror, and that's where we recorded our vocals for that band, band with him. But we, we tried to do the record then, and we just realized that like we weren't physically capable of playing those songs like like the first two tracks imminent annihilation and i am thy, thy doom they're where are they they think they're like 210 to 250 or yeah like 220 beats per minute and at the time i just couldn't do that and obviously you know you're in a studio you get tired and so so we decided that we needed a different plan and then i decided it's like you know what i would just like to be able to do this myself so over those next few years, just saving money, getting recording gear, you know, 
MacBook recording programs and, and using that time to practice too. And then finally we were ready. And when I, I was ready, it's like, all right, John, the, the drums are all done. It, it's time to go. And I'm not going to go into too much details, but he had a lot of personal things going on at the time. Sure. And it interfered with that. And then when those personal issues were over, he, he just didn't have his heart in it anymore. And so it's like, I, I haven't played guitar in forever. You know, my heart's not in it. But you have my blessing to keep going with it. And I, I was grateful for that because, I mean, he, we did write it together. And I was definitely worried about that. Like, all right, is it going to put up a fight if, if I keep going with it? Sure. And it, it was around that time that's when Joe and I actually started working together. But, and it, it's funny because I'd always known Joe through Kelly and, of course, his band at the time, A Terrible Night for a Curse, but we never actually, like, really, like, sat down and talked about music and, like, really started playing together. And so I reached out to Kelly and said, do you think he would be interested? And then, Joe, that was when you got in touch with me. And that was actually the birth of Plea of Insanity, was there, is that we both needed people for, for our own projects, and we both got them done basically at the same time. And that was that was another reason why Gates took so long, is because we were doing Plea and Gates at the same time, trying to record the album and, and do that. So it's like, like while I was recording guitars, I was also writing dr drums for Joe. And then when I was recording bass and the guitar solos, that's when like I was actually practicing the songs, getting ready to, to record his stuff. And yep, after that, and after that, up to that point, then I spent a lot of time on the lyrics because obviously, when so much time passes, you definitely view things a lot differently in your 30s than when you do in your 20s. And then you kind of look back, and it's like, all right, that's not really exactly, it's not going to work. And so I went back, and I actually, a total, I actually rewrote the lyrics three times. And this, the that's second, it. that's it. Yep. What are we on? Yeah. Six, seven? Like, that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah that's not bad at all. And I think writing it, writing the lyrics the second and third times, I, I focused on that, and that probably took me about a whole year to do. Like, I really, it, it was very important to me to make sure that they were right and that, you know, it could even be something that could be memorable. It's like, oh, that's just thrown together. Like, I really want it to be something that, like, almost like, you know, like, if somebody's writing a script for a movie, you know, you really want you know, like a character to have a speech that really sticks out. Mm -hmm. And, but yeah, sorry. Oh, no, no, <laughs> no, no, that's, that's perfect, that's perfect. Um, uh, actually, speaking of the lyrics, now, I'm not going to lie, I've not gone through and actually read, like, everything word for word. Like, I've, I've been doing a lot of skimming. Busy, busy guy works kicking my ass. Um, seems very story-esque. Is that kind of the, uh, is that the vision for the music? I mean, is this more of a... Uh, I mean, I, I, I don't want to use the word concept, but I don't want to... It's not necessarily... I never really use the word concept, but I mean, when you really look at black metal, I mean, it's a very... It's very theatrical. I mean, there's a lot of theater behind it, so you're going to have that, that aspect to it. So, I mean, if you look at, like, a lot of, you know, like, front people that, that are fronting bands and that, that image that you kind of create, you are, in a sense, kind of creating a character. And you can almost look at, like, you could say, like, that guy almost kind of, you could almost kind of almost put it in Kim with, like, let's say, like, Darth Vader or some, like, really rem memorable villain. Because I, I always thought of, like, black metal, if music were a story, black metal is definitely, like, a villain. Like, it's definitely the bad guy in, in that story. So you really want to have... <clears throat> A villain that's memorable like you think of a villain that like in a movie or a story and you're like yeah i'll always remember that the reason why you remember it is because it was so you know had such a presence and had such a you know 
development to it. And that was really important for me to get that in in there, definitely. Does that make sense? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Excellent. Let's break for more music. This is I Am Thy Doom, Spider Gates.
the left. No laughing at black metal. No laughing at black metal. All serious faces. This is doom and gloom today. <laughs> the name is it? Is it based off the actual cemetery? It is. Okay. I'll I'll, I'll go back to that too. Okay. Because again, we we originally had a different name. I think we actually started. Our original name was Osculum Infame, and then John went on the internet one day and then realized that there was already like four or five bands with that same name. <laughs> and then he, he had the idea, because another part of black metal, especially with like like Norwegian and Swedish bands, you'll notice that a lot of them will reference their own culture and their own, their own mythology, like especially with like Vikings. And John had the idea, well, if they do that in their country, why don't we do that in our own neck of the woods, because uh, Spider-Gate's course is right in Leicester, and John and I, we grew up in Spencer, which isn't too far from there, and he said, so how about we do that, and I, I thought it was a great idea. I do have a story about Spider-Gate's involving the band, if you want me to go into that later, too. We love stories. It's <laughs> our favorite thing. Does it fit now, or do you want to save it? Uh, we can save it, or we can do it now. Okay, we're only it, nine minutes in, so I mean... Okay, sure. I don't, well, I don't, want, I don't want to burn any ba headlines. Back... Back when Spider-Gaze was it's still a full band before before 2004, I don't remember the exact year, but we we tried to do photos there, and we tried to do it at night. And of course, that they do have a policy after dark, no no trespassing. We thought we could get away with sneaking in, and of course we're going in with lamp oil and sticks to do like torches. We're all already wearing corpse paint and and stuff like that. And of course, the police pull up right there. Nothing weird. The police pull right in, and as soon as I, as I see the lights, I'm like, I just threw the lamp oil as hard as I could because it's like, all right, they're probably going to think like arson or something like that. And of course, we're, we're just going there just to take some photos and, you know, be cool and creepy and all that stuff like that. And it, I, I'll still always remember what the cops said to us. Like, they pull right up, they flash the flashlight right in our eyes, they go, What is all that shit on your face? <laughs> but I mean, yeah, they, 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 they held us there for a little bit and they said, you can't be here after dark and then they just let us go. It was pretty cut and dry, but it's just, I just I'll always remember that because it's like never, you know, be, being around police while you're full corpse paint, right. leather jackets and gauntlets. And it's like, all I can think of is like, what the fuck is this guy? I think he's... Just out of curiosity, how far in detail did you go with it, with your explanation? We... We, we just said it's makeup. What's is it, we're a band and we're going to do photos. That's it. We just right. cut inside. Right. We didn't. At least you know. Got a good story out of it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a shame that you don't have pictures of you getting arrested, arrested in yeah. front of Spider-Man. Yeah. Yeah, right? yeah. I think that would take away from the the, the gothic feel of the photo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, the the man with the handcuffs. The tech savvy goth guys. <laughs> You have like a cool gothic background <laughs> in the back, like you know, like old school churches and spider gates, and, what, and then you got like the modern police car. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, I don't know, it doesn't it doesn't feel like a fit. Um, let's talk about the music. What's it? What's what, what? What are your favorite tracks? Which are the ones? That, what are the ones that really hit home? Because obviously, this is something you've been working on for almost twenty years. Uh, now. Honestly, spending so much time on it, like uh, like I, I don't have a favorite. Everything on there. Let every pretend they're not listening. You can be, you can be <laughs> honest with us. Let, like every piece serves its purpose. Like you, you have your intro, intro, you have you know your fast, brutal, kill everything you can song. And it's like all right, let's hit you one more time with brutality. Then it you know slows it down a little bit. You know it. Right, I'm gonna derail a little bit. Sure. And of course, everybody always talks about 
this album, but when you think of an album like Pink Floyd, Dark Side, Dark Side of the Moon, I mean, it, you really can't judge that by like its individual tracks. You almost kind of got to look at the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm not trying to say the, the record is just as good or it captures that, but it just to me much better. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. Joe, if you'd like to speak, I have to ask you to speak. Closer oh, oh that okay, sorry. <laughs> That's all. I just yeah. don't want to lose you, man. Thank you. That's nice of you. I thought you were trying to speak to me in sign language. No, 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 no. <laughs> well, kind of. But whatever. Anyway. My comment was irrelevant. Please go on. <laughs> I guess. I mean, maybe if I could look at it a different way. I, I really like how Silencing the Tower of Babel came out because that one was actually a really hard one to do as far as mixing with the extra guitars, um, even doing the different vocal takes because... I was very happy to get John to sing on the record where he does, and he he does sing a passage in that song. But he was very very reluctant to to sit in the chair. It's like, oh, I like I think even before we did that take that's on on the album, he was like, oh, I'm not doing this. And it's like, just just get it done. We can get it done and get through it. And what what you hear is basically what we got. And I, I think he absolutely nailed it. And then on Joe's end, and. This album definitely showed me the type of musician that Joe is because I'm the type of person that I need like nine or ten takes of everything. So like I sit Joe down and spend an entire day like on his part in that song because he has a part where he sings in that too. Then I made him come back another day and then we redid it. And then I think I made you come back a third time and we did it one more. And then that third time was the one that we that we got. And that sounds right. Yeah, but I at the same time though too, I think you totally nailed it that time. Pete, <laughs> as far as you know, recording all my parts and everything, you know, Pete was the, the the director in all of this, and I just I did what I had to do, even if it meant doing tons of takes. And um, I mean, it was. It was a good workout, honestly. Like he's a slave driver, and I think some people <laughs> would would be, you know, get irritated with that. But like it was, you know, especially recording my guitar parts, and doing them over and over again until I got them perfect. It was a great exercise. It was great, you know, just a good experience as a musician to like be given a mission and like, okay, this is what you have to play and get it right. So. It was a good workout for me. It was, you know, good vocal exercise for the parts that I did that he was talking about in, in Sounds of the Tower of Babel. So that, that's my take on the whole thing. And Joe always shows up on time, too. So, like, I knew it's like, all right, um, I'm going to be working with Joe. That's, you know. We're, today we're all about the music. This is Spider Gates, Shallow Grave.
I'm sorry. You might you might have already actually mentioned this. Is um, all the all the current recordings? Are you the are you the primary guitarist in all of these, or are they still uh, from your brother? And... I, I I really wanted to get John to play on this, but again, he he just he hadn't played in forever. Sure, he sure. just it, it wasn't in his heart basically sure. to do it. But but again, I was very grateful that he gave, gave me the blessing. But Joe, yeah, he Joe does all the the solos, all the rhythm guitars, and all the bass. And I was. As he said, I was very, very thorough. Just kind of like, all right, you know all that stuff that we did last week? We got a lot of really good stuff, but let's do it one more time because in this one riff, there's this one spot where this happens. We just do it one more time. And he, Joe never – I don't think – Joe, I don't think you and I have ever argued about anything. No, I guess not. Yeah. No. There were a couple of times that I got angry during the recording, but it was just because I was getting frustrated. I, there were a couple of times where I, like – I know that there were a couple of times that I said, Pete, let's take five. Because I, I just, you know, you, once you get angry and you're frustrated with yourself, worse. like, yeah, you're not you're not going to nail the part at that point, you know? And you know what? I'll let you, I'll say this. Uh, you definitely didn't show it. <laughs> me, me, on the other hand, that's why I recorded the drums by myself. So that way <laughs> nobody, nobody was around. So. Yeah. <laughs> How many, um, there's a lot of stuff going on. I'm, I'm listening to it as, a, as you guys talk. I'm sorry, you, don't have, you guys don't have head, headphones on. Mark, you're, you're welcome to join if you want, bro. You actually hear us all talk. Um, everyone's a little unprepared today. That's all right. Um, so I, but I get to, uh, I get to actually listen. There's a lot of stuff going on. Thank you. Like, it's, it, like, beautifully done, there's a lot of stuff going on. Like, like it's, it, how, how many guitar tracks on average are on, are on these, are on these tunes? For the rhythm parts, there's only two. Okay. Um, when there's leads, yeah. Basically, you know, to, from the technical side, you, you have two guitars pan left and right, and then whenever there's a lead, it's it's in the middle. Okay. And that's basically it. I did mess around with a lot of sounds though, and vocals and stuff too. So sometimes you may hear like a really quiet, you know, vocal in the background, or I'll try messing around with a sample. It's a lot of depth. It's actually very well done. Thank you. Not, not to say actually very well. I'm sorry. That sounds like an <laughs> surprisingly. <laughs> surprisingly. You know what? I didn't think it was too bad. Consider it. Believe it or not. So I guess my uh, I guess my follow-up question would be if this if this um if this aspiration this project ever went to a to a, like a live stage, how many people would be involved? It would definitely in a, per in a perfect situation. I would say definitely in a practical situation if I could say that it would definitely I would definitely need two guitar players um, definitely a bass player and I would need a solid drummer because actually if it did ever go live I, I would want to be up front because that's actually one thing I've never done I've never you know had the vocal mic in my hand it was in front of the crowd and was, you know, this next one is you know being able to do that so I mean I, we, with this project that is definitely something that I would like to do eventually but of course when it's time I mean, as far as, because the funny thing is I'm actually going back to school right now, too, so it's as far as, like, immediately, like, putting a band together, it, it's going to have to wait, but that is definitely something that I want to do. Eventually. Would you try to sing and play drums, or is that totally a no-go? It, it can be done, but it's just not, or at least for me, it's, it would just be better, you know, just find somebody that 
know? It's a rare thing, and when I it see is. a band that has a, a drummer that is also the vocalist, it's kind of mind-blowing. It is. I can't believe, like, how how do you not get winded just mm-hmm. from playing drums, and then you can also... It's true. I've tried it a few yep. times, and there's only, like, four <laughs> words. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> Like, everything, everything else is going all over the place. It's not easy. So in the uh, in the digital booklet that actually came with this uh, this fabulous download, there's um, so there's a there's a series of uh, I'm gonna call them onstage characters, <laughs> for lack of a, be- a better word. I guess you could do that. Yeah. Okay. Would you be willing, or oh yeah, yeah would you be would you be willing to uh, discuss and tell us about these folks? Yep. Um, first to say, basically er- everybody that contributed to the album got a picture basically and I, I know typically of course you get you get a booklet and you see the band it's usually just the band and then the artist and the person that did mixing will get like just a name but I, I figured so many so many people I mean it, like kind of Joe said which is kind of weird like I directed but I mean this album really was a team effort and I really wanted to show that a lot of people worked really hard on this like Joe obviously he put in his time and he really grinded and did everything that I asked him to so of course he gets a picture um, John, John he and I wrote the music together so I'm not going to pretend that he doesn't exist so he got a photo um, there's a photo in there uh, Cassis Crandon who is Eric Wood he did the mastering for me but he also he there was a, there was a moment th- there were two times that, that I tried to release the album the first time I listened to it and there was just a lot of stuff that I'm like does that work? Does that not? And uh, Wood, that, that, that's his nickname, Wood. He, he listened to it and he made a lot of suggestions as far as what he could do to help. So he actually sat down with me and like, you know, tweaked little things here and there just to bring out things a little bit more. And when it came to the mastering, uh, th- this was actually a big thing that really held things back was I had been working on the album for so long that all the gear that I had bought when it was brand new was now obsolete. <laughs> so using the recording program that I had, the mix that you had in the program didn't sound the same as it did when when you bounced it to a track. And then it didn't sound the same as, of course, when it is mastered. So it's like once it bounced, you know, and you hear it, it's like, oh yeah, that sounds fine. And then you hear it mastered and it's like, oh wow, I didn't even notice that before. Mm-hmm. So I did a lot of back and forth with Wood, like emailing him as like, all right, I'm gonna send this back to you again. And then when you can send it back to me. So it was a lot of emailing back and forth. You know, dropping files through Dropbox. He sent it to me. I listened to it. It's like, oh god damn it! All right, I gotta fix that. Send it back to him again, and, and that went on for a while. And again, same thing with him. He didn't let me know he was getting impatient or anything like that. He gave his recommendations. It's like, are the vocals too loud? It's like, yeah, well, maybe they're a little too quiet. Maybe boost them up a little bit. Go back, boost up all the vocals again on every track. Send everything back to him again. You know, when he could couple weeks go by you sent it back and that just went on that went on for a very long time i would say at least that went on for at least a year maybe a year and a half (laughs) and of course part of the reason that too is you know life gets in the way you know so it's not like that was all we could do obviously you know we have jobs and all that stuff like that so of course i mean the 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 amount of time that he put in of course you know it's like why not you know show him that gratitude too and give him a photo in the record which he did and the artist um, Nestor Avalos, who does a lot of really good stuff. He actually did the newest uh, Moonspell record, so he's actually huh. starting to do really good for himself. 
He's done a lot of other, I think he did either a Rotting Christ album cover or a t-shirt. I think he did something for Leviathan too, but he's starting to do really good now. And uh, the artwork that he gave me, of course, it's like if he gave me a shitty album cover, obviously that's going to take away from the experience. So sure. it's like the fact that he put together what he did. It's like, well, would you like to have a photo in the record too? And he, of course he said, yeah, that'd be great. And, and of course my wife did all, all the photography for the album. So it's like, well, you're doing all the photography, mm-hmm. making us all look good. You know, you get one too. And I meant to <laughs> ask about that. If she took all the pictures, who took the picture of her? <laughs> of course I did. I tend to <laughs> But <laughs> I, <laughs> But yeah. I guess I was expecting a more complex <laughs> right? answer. Yeah, yeah, no, it was, oh. no, it was, oh, it was yeah, me. But but I let her pick. <laughs> I think I let her pick. I think I let her pick the photo. But but yeah, that was just my looking at it is like I didn't want it to be like, all right, this is a band. I almost kind of wanted it to look more like it was a group of people coming together and really trying to work hard on something mm-hmm. to make it right. And a part of that too. That was also inspired by. Are, are you familiar with KMFDM at all? Yes. The, the industrial band. Have you ever listened to the album that they put out? It was called Extort. I'd have to think really hard. I've been, I'll, I'll say no just because yeah. of familiarity. I'm not going to be able to go right back to it. And but okay. But I I I always had that CD, and I always thought it was really cool that they had. It was basically everybody that did everything on it. They had a photo too. So like one. One woman that sang backup vocals on this one track, she gets a photo. This other guy who did guest on the spot, he gets a photo. One guy who plays snare drum and they sample that he, you know. And I just thought that that was really cool. It's much more of like almost like movie credits, if, if you will. Sure. Yeah. So I just thought that that would be a cool, yeah, cool you know, like like a, approach to it. Like a badass a version different. of uh, movie credits. Mm-hmm. Like. Mm-hmm. So in the in the album art, artwork. Oh, these are just lyrics. I'm sorry. Forgive me. <laughs> Don't be dumb, Mark. So I'm looking at the, the album cover right now. It's very well done. Yeah. Thank you very much, Nestor. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty impressive. It is. And, and I, again, I recommend him to anyone. He he does really good work, and his prices are actually really, really good. There's a lot going on. Yeah, right. Is this on a t-shirt yet? <laughs> Not yet, but it will be. Okay. Definitely. Definitely need to get that on a I want this one. We can't have the same one. That's weird. <laughs> right. I'll just put mine on the back. <laughs> Not as weird. <laughs> Not as weird. <laughs> did I, did I just see that guy? Like, why could I Wait a minute. Um, oh, sorry. I digress. Yeah, we digress. Let's go back to the, the music. This is Spider Gate's Harvest Moon.
You actually took my next question. I was actually going to talk about the artwork, but you threw that right in there. Yeah. Crap, now I'm derailed. Oh, what do I do now? <laughs> I mean, the, the artwork, I mean, there's not really too big of a story. I basically gave him a sketch of an idea. And what he gave me back wasn't exactly what I asked, but it, again, I, I, I was impressed. It's mm -hmm. like, you know what, I, did, I didn't ask for the evil baby, but the evil baby looks <laughs> awesome. So that, that works. Yeah, definitely so very good to work with. Evil baby. <laughs> I like the color choice, honestly. Thank you. It's, I mean, it's like free color, but I mean, it, it works very well. That, that was another th thing, thing that I thought of. It's like I didn't want to just do a basic black and white. I mm -hmm. was kind of want to have like a sort of like a moonlight kind of. Sure. Well, it's got go that kind it. of bluish greenish action in there. You know like what I mean? the, the, the photos are actually like alive. Mm -hmm. Like even the, even the the actual picture photos that, that were taken are all. I will even maybe I guess I'll even say this too, H having everything with a certain color tone. You, I guess you could argue might be a small nod to typo negative because again all their stuff was in green right. so I guess like maybe it was like well maybe you know it's kind of neat that they did that hmm. maybe I could do that there you go so if you had to give a give a rough guesstimate how many how many man hours would you say you've actually put into this project well I don't know <laughs> you know how like people will say they'll give you those statistics like every person in their lifetime they spend like 10 years showering or you know, mm -hmm. or like 15 year, mm -hmm. years sleeping or, you know, like stuff like that. I'm, I'm sure the time I put in this is in there somewhere. <laughs> so like a, a lot of time went in. Are you below sleep still? Or would you say like more, more this, less sleep? Probably under sleep. But all right. you know what I would almost argue? Checking for your health, that's all. I, I would say it, it's probably somewhere around video games, maybe. <laughs> Right. Wow! Like, but like, keep in mind that like playing video games within a 15-year, 14-15-year period, I guess. So like, but may, I don't know. Maybe that's just something about me. But how much time I would say that maybe I spent playing video games? I definitely played or spent on the record, definitely. Mark, if you could match your video game hours, how many albums do you think you could have produced oh. by now? It's <laughs> uncomparable, man. I, I spent way too much time on it. That's my second hobby. That. Tell you what. Here's actually a, a mem memory that I don't even know why I remember this. Um, the the song on, on the record, Shallow Grave, the main riff where I'm singing over it, it like re re going through all of Joe's takes, like listening, all right, th this guitar sounds really good, but I really like this one. This one will sound better if it's on the left, this one on the right, really trying to mix it and get that riff down. That took the entire span of Amadeus, the director's cut. Because I remember when I did that, my, my wife was watching Amadeus <laughs> while I did that. And when she was finished watching the movie, I was like, all right, I'm done. That's like, like a four-hour freaking... <laughs> so, the director's cut's like four hours. So it, it probably, like... like that, yeah. it, the regular like three-something. Right. Yeah, so going through Joe's takes and, like, really listening and really just sitting down with headphones and saying, like, all right, this is the one, this one's not the one. Maybe... I can reuse this later. You know, it, yeah, that long. Just, just in that spot alone. And also not including the bass, too. J just the guitars. <laughs> yeah, so. It's a lot of work involved. And nothing yeah. wrong with like, what you want, what you are going to do. Right. And maybe. Some people just put them on. That's good enough. Yeah. Right. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I hope. when you actually put your soul in. You can feel it. You can hear it when you listen to it. And, and that was definitely a big thing was that, it's like, you know what? 
when, when this is done, I'm going to be listening to this for the rest of my life, and I don't want to hear, like, something that wasn't, you know, my, my final stamp. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. and not that I necessarily recommend this to other musicians, but I think it's really good to have, like, like a, a project that's like, you know what, if this is the last thing that I ever do, this is definitely it. Like, right. or if, like, I try... If, yeah, if mm-hmm. I tra- tragically died in a car crash on the way home, at least it's like, all right, that's off. <laughs> you know. But I'm going to knock on knock on wood. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you did it in your house? Is that essential? Yep. Or, okay. Yep. That's pretty cool. Did Which, you, like, do you have like a special room that you actually made to record it? Or yep. You can, oh, nice. Yep, and, well, the, the drums were recorded in Plea of Insanity's practice space, but all like the guitars and my vocals were, were done at home. Okay. Which... Uh, I'm very glad that I decided to go that route rather than a studio because it was great waking up on like a Saturday, grab a cup of coffee, and then just start screaming into a mic. <laughs> Beautiful. You know, look and see the neighbors. Like, all right, neighbors are leaving. Maybe now's a good time. And, <laughs> yeah. It's a good time bother. of day. Like, everybody's, everything's hydrated. Mm-hmm. You get to go. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Neighbors not mowing the lawn and interrupting. <laughs> <laughs> Running shit over. <laughs> so another side note, being the fortunate one that gets to uh, have head- headphones on today and actually like listen to this stuff as we talk about it, um, I just fell in love with Hunter's Moon. I'm at about the three minute and forty second mark. It's a long, ten, almost eleven minutes. Huh? It, it is a long one, but like I, I've, I, I've, I've just grown very fond of that. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll definitely to, to go way back to, to when we John and I were writing it. I'll definitely give him the credit because at the time we just had. The, the first three songs, Babble, and with hooks, and I, I felt like we were done. Like, yeah, I think this is it. We'll be good. And John was so adamant. It's like we, we need one more. Let me let's do try and write one more. And Hunter's Moon was actually the one. And I'll also say this too: Hunter's Moon took me forever to find a name. Like all the songs had a name except for that, and I didn't come up with a name until I had finally finished like all the lyrics. Okay. Yeah. But th- that one was also very, very hard to do, too. I'm going to say it was worth it. Absolutely. Yeah, it was worth yeah. it. Yeah, there, yeah, there was so, what I'm always interested in, so if, if um, obviously we don't we don't have the ability to do, do live form, but for your listeners, for, for the fans of the album and whatnot, like, what, what, I'm trying to think how to word, how to word this. It was in my head, okay, but now it's not coming out right. What's the ideal way to consume this? I would say, if that makes sense, the, the best as far as like your listening experience. Yeah, I, I would say just grab your best set of headphones and turn off the lights and do it that way. But another aspect of how it took so long too was making sure it's like, all right, how's the sound in my car? How's the sound <laughs> on the nice speakers? Test. How's the sound mm-hmm. on sh- shitty headphones? <laughs> no. How's the sound on earbuds? Yep. Yeah. Right, because you want to translate. Like that's, a, that's yeah. it's and So I guess I mean I'd say and you could listen to it any way that you want, but I think that was another part of trying to make this album come about is that I definitely wanted something. And when I say me, I also mean like John and myself too. When we wrote it, is de- definitely to try and really create something like really brutal and nasty, but also have something that really captured like the what's the word I want to use the the, the atmosphere of black mm-hmm. metal because. If even if you go way back, a lot of people will judge black metal on like mayhem and burzum. So it's like you have mayhem where it's raw chords, blast beats, 
and then Burzum, which is, you know, the really, really long sections with the atmosphere, and, you know, it's almost trance-like. And I think when John and I wrote it, we were really trying to, like, take both of those elements and try and, like, reconcile them as best as we could, if that makes sense. And I hope I don't sound pretentious when I say that or anything, <laughs> but just basically, we, it was, it's definitely a record that we tried to celebrate our appreciation for black metal as best as we could, definitely. It wasn't just like a, hey, let's sound like this band and we'll be fine. It was just, you know, and, and John is a huge music collector too, so he, you know, you know, he'd be like, hey, check out this band, check out this band. And so he, he definitely, as, as teenagers, my brother, he exposed me to a lot of different bands. And so there's a lot of, like, influences and inspiration, like, in there from listening. The product we have right now, is it finished? Yes. So this is it. This is the final This is the final stamp. Yeah. So, um, in fact, I yesterday I put in the order for CDs to be printed. So oh, nice. Yes. Physical and copies. I'm going to try. Not try. No, I, I am. Uh, tomorrow, I'm, I'm actually going to be going through C- CD Baby to get it on iTunes and, and Spotify. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the samples I might need to pull because... Some of that paperwork is a little scary, but as far as the version that you have, th- that's definitely the original version. That, that's not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. So if if you're listening to this, if you want the original album as it is, go to Bandcamp. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. So uh, this being a final product, will there, will, there, will there be future additions, or is this going to be a... I don't want to say the word one and done. That's kind of a... Or do you mean am I am I planning on doing any more albums after is it, this? Yeah, is there aspiration to, to, oh, yeah, to build ab- a catalog? Okay. Absolutely. Um, and again, I, I don't. Yeah. Again, I don't know when that's going to happen, but I mean, I did already start writing too. So there's two. I have two songs so far that they're not finished by any means, but it's like, all right, I, I definitely think I have a direction that's going definitely. It, but again, going back to school, I mean, I just don't have the time to really like pursue anything past this point. It's kind of more like a, all right, I got this done. It's time to take a breath and you know do more adult things, I guess. But <laughs> whatever freaking, that is, yeah, freaking adulting. Is. Sick of adulting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But never get used to it either. Well, Peter, it's awesome. Thank you. So you, you you can tell the work you can th- you can tell like the, the the attention to detail. Thank you. I'm glad you beat Joe in the submission. <laughs> yep. Yep. Glow. Yep. Not glow. Jo- Joe, I'm glad we started working together. Yeah. And I it's think I may, I may have told this to your wife, but anybody <laughs> anybody who has ever worked with me, and I'm sure John, my brother, can attest to this too. This is the biggest compliment I think I could ever give another musician. You've never done anything to annoy me. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta try harder. Well played. <laughs> <laughs> he was talking about a fuse earlier where he has to do stuff by himself. I'm not sure if he wanted to actually like light that or whatnot. You know, like maybe he'd better off. I think a big part of my not annoying you is that I came into Spider Gates realizing that this was your project and I was along for the ride. And I think that's a lot of um, band fights emerge from people having ego problems mm-hmm. and just fighting over like you do it my way. Like, no, your way is stupid, you know. I I made a few suggestions here and there about things to do on the Spider Gates album, but Pete always had the ultimate 
veto power, so, you know. I remember, I, I don't know if you're still listening to Hunter's Moon, but there's a part towards the end that, um, what would you call it, the, the really rhythmic part? Do you remember when we first started recording that? I took it too far. I, I went a little, um, you had to reel me back. Which take? Was it the guitar solos? <laughs> no, or? not the solos, but that, that rhythmic part towards the end of Hunter's Moon, the, the swingy part. The, oh, what? Oh, yeah, I was that, handing it up too much, and he was like, ah, uh, you <laughs> Hey, hold up on that. Do you rem even remember that? No, I don't even remember that. I got that. carried away. <laughs> I got carried away. He had to reel me in. Either way, though, Joe, the end, end result, you nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of takes. Hey. There's a lot. Of, there's a lot of stuff to yeah. remember. Yeah. So, um, Bandcamp the only place to, to currently find it. Any uh, any social medias or anything that are, that are associated with Spider Gates? Um, Spider Gates does have a Facebook. It does have an Instagram page. It does have a Bandcamp. And if you're looking for the best place to get it, that's definitely the place. You can also listen to the album in its entirety on YouTube. That's currently right now. That's through. Uh, a page called Black Metal Artists on YouTube. And they also are on a uh, Metal Archives page, too. That's right. <laughs> Which is kind of neat. I've been looking through that the, a little bit. Um, what else? I am, I am starting to individually upload the songs onto Spidergates' YouTube channel, too. If you go to uh, Spidergates Official at YouTube, that, that's our mm -hmm. YouTube channel. And, and also, we... What do we also do? There's a... Uh, an online radio it's called uh, the pain fuckery radio uh, the spider gates was featured on it was right off the tongue <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Sp spider gates was featured on their playlist i think for the month of october i think i think either that or november okay. oh, awesome <laughs> so getting a little bit off topic but it's been a few months what, what, what you guys been up to how's your year how's 2018 Pretty good. <laughs> I'd say a lot of practice. Mm -hmm. A lot of shows with Glee. Yeah. It's been fun. We're slowly adding new songs. Like, at this point, Glee of Insanity set is half new stuff and half the album. So we're slowly, yeah, slowly adding in the new stuff until we have enough to start thinking about a second album. That's exciting. Yeah. You sound very excited about it, Joe. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's like work. It's, just, yeah. it's like, yeah, whatever. It's a better form of work. <laughs> this is this is better adulting. Yes. Yes. Cool beans, guys. Well, unfortunately, we have a we have a schedule to keep today, so we can't we can't we can't let this run for uh, three hours today. That's right. a shame. No nope. games today. No games today. <laughs> I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't prep any games today. We'll play games later. Yeah. Okay, there you go. Far as I got, any, any questions? I got. No, thank you, Kevin. All right, guys, enjoy the uh, enjoy the tracks that we're gonna. I, I'm having a hard time pick favorites, so I don't know. Who knows? All six of them might get up there. We'll see. We'll, we'll, nice. we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens. A short episode. Why not? Well, I'm leaving it short for the opportunity to play music. Exactly. And then we're not gonna all be here for three hours. Well, we're not here for three hours, but like you know, the, the listeners. It makes sense to me. Definitely mm -hmm. say this. You have permission to put them all up if you want to. Well, thank you, Jeff. <laughs> Peter. <laughs> wow. Paul, Mary, whatever. Paul, <laughs> you. <sighs> have I ever, have, have ever told you guys about my ability to not remember anybody's name? <laughs> mm -hmm. I put little avatars on my screen.
screen. Where's the point in the direction? I got Mark, Joe, Peter. Everyone gets a name tag when they come in. Oh, it's a screen up. It's fun. Alright, guys. Thanks for coming in. Thanks for sharing. Thank you. But we got shit to do tonight. So, listeners, we're out of here. Uh, like, share, listen, repeat. Go to any of those. Go, go check out Spider Gates. You, you are not gonna, you're not gonna regret. I mean, obviously, you're gonna hear some of this stuff today, but uh, follow these guys along. Check out the artwork. I mean, that's 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 half the pr- price of admission, as far as I'm concerned. This stuff's awesome. But check them out. Share with friends. Tell a friend or two about us. I don't know. Like, share, listen, repeat. Like I said. Thanks. Goodbye. Cheers. Peace. And stop. We have an outro track for you today. This is going to be Spider Gates with Hooves.
this episode, another fun-filled day in the world of heavy metal over a six-pack. This is Anthony, Marcus, and Jay signing off. See you next time.